It's the morning show that no one knows and no one is talking about. I said no one is talking about, but if they did, they'd probably say it's the best way to start today with Rach and Dave. You got the microphone? Yep. Okay. So you're ready to go. Good morning. It's the Start Today Morning Show with Dave and Noah. Um, did you did you tell everyone that we did another tea time with Noah that we put up yesterday? Oh, you're gonna do your "I Love You" show, everybody. Oh, oh my goodness! And I love you from Noah. That feels like the way that everyone should start their day. Here, you have to put it up right there in front of that camera. Do you see that camera? Go like that. Say, "I love you." I love you. Oh man, that's the way to start a Tuesday. Where is your baby? Do you need to go get her? Yeah. Okay, go get her. We can't do this without Noah Jr. Forget it. Well, good morning from the hallowed studios of the Start Today Morning Show. My name is Dave Hollis. I am married to Rachel Hollis. She usually sits in this chair to my right, just near my elbow. And she is not here this morning because it's coaching day and she is headed over to an actual illustrious studio where she will be teaching on both life and business coaching today. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest on the Start Today Morning Show this morning. Please welcome Noah Jr. Oh my goodness, finally, finally we're booking some guests of, that matter, that have something important to say. What would Noah Jr. like to say to us this morning? Hmm... I don't know that anybody cares about this part of the show. What is Noah Jr. doing? Did she get a good night's sleep? She did? Yeah. Did she have any interesting dreams? Yep. What did she dream today? She dreamed the booster. She dreamed of a booster seat in the studio of the Start Today Morning Show? Where's the booster? I don't know where the booster is. Do you want to go find it? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. I, uh... Just as I was getting ready to come on to the show that literally no one is talking about. Oh, take your baby with you to find the booster, please. Goodness. Uh, I'm sitting. I'm having some coffee. I'm preparing for my day. I've just finished my gratitude and my intentional goal setting and my start today journal. Hello. And I see that. Go find your booster. Yeah. And I'm looking out the back window. And all of a sudden... It's like I'm watching a nature documentary because a baby deer, like, sorry, this is going to actually like hurt my feelings a little bit and maybe yours, a deer that was like, it looked like this big, sprints across my backyard faster than I've ever seen a, a deer sprint. And I'm like, wow, how cool deers are learning how to run fast. This is so exciting. And then about, I don't know, five seconds later, Two massive coyotes, I mean, they're like velociraptors, are like narrowing in on this little baby deer. So I spring into action and I grab the like little cooking uh, utensil that you use. Oh, you got your, oh, you have your booster. Thank goodness. The little like cooking utensil that you use when you're cooking on the barbecue. And I start banging it on the side of the barbecue. Like, Get out of here, you angry, whatever you are, wolves, you coyotes, you dirty beasts. Oh, now you got your booster. I have good news to report. 
I'm not sure what else is going to happen for you on this Tuesday, but I can tell you that I saved a baby deer's life this morning. You know what? I see your notes that coyotes have to eat too. They don't have to eat baby deer in my backyard. They got to cross over the fence and go eat somebody else's baby deer. That baby deer right here in my backyard, that was meant to live to see another Tuesday. So uh, I am all about the circle of life, but it's a half circle at the Hollis house. I am... Look at the sun trying to come in here and create lines in my face. What is going on? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to close this, this lip a little bit. I got it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Oh, man. I mean, life is beautiful, and I am all about every animal on earth, everything that God's created getting theirs, but not today, brother. No, sir, coyotes, head on down the road. You can go ahead and kill something that is not living on my property. These baby deer are here for me, and I am here for them. So move on down. Can you give me a clap and say move on down? Oh, you got your booster at least. Uh, did you see the deer out back today? Yeah. Yeah. He was running fast, huh? And then did we try and scare the coyote away? Yeah. Say, go coyote, get out of here. We don't like those coyotes, do we? Do we? And here, you know what else? Yeah. We have a mini schnauzer. And when he saw that there, were, there was activity out in the backyard, Jeffrey was like, I am ready. Let us go. Let's go. And I said, Jeffrey, they'll eat you. So sit down and be quiet. And so, anyway, good news. Baby deers are alive on my property today, and coyotes are hungry. And that means that nobody is basically leaving the house for the balance of the day. Um, good times. Did you do your start today morning work today? Yep. You started, you did your journal? Yep. You started with gratitude and intentional goal setting? Yep. What's the one goal you're going to try and achieve today? Oh, you're going to do your hustle journal? What's the, what's the one thing that you're going to try and do today, Noah Hollis? Are you going to try and do the gym today? Yeah. Yeah? What are you going to, you're going to climb a wall? Yeah. Okay. Let's, this is mommy's. I don't want to mess with her dreams because her dreams usually create a whole bunch of headaches for me and make uh, the company actually work. Uh, anyway, yeah, this is not, we're not getting into this either. There's so many things we could get into, but we're just not going to. Uh, all right, so tell everybody, what are you grateful for today, Noah Hollis? You grateful for baby Noah? And that is the end of Noah being on the Start Today Morning Show today. Everybody say goodbye to Noah Hollis. Can you wave goodbye? What is happening? Are you a little tired today? I don't understand. All right, well, everybody have a good time with the rest of your day. Can you wave? Goodbye. No. All right. I'm back. Welcome. This is the morning show that never had wheels. My name's Dave. I'm happy to have you here. Uh, we're in the middle of the last 90 days challenge. Y'all still a part of this challenge or what? Uh, it's Tuesday. It's the first Tuesday of the rest of your life. We are in a week where we are talking about health, 
the importance of having a routine, the way that we think about putting things in our body that fuel it. And uh, since the Five to Thrive includes moving our body on the regular, just so that we can, again, kind of be the people who are generating power. The power plant does not have energy, it generates energy, and we gotta be a people who are generating our own energy. We're a people who are drinking our water Got about a half gallon in here at 8.11 a.m., so that is good. Makes me feel happy about the way that I'm drinking enough water each day. I've been going for about two gallons a day, which is nice. Uh, and we're uh, you know, committing to giving up a category of food we know we shouldn't be eating, or in, in some cases, not drinking, um, just to show ourselves that we can commit to something and keep a promise to ourselves. So congratulations. Someone said, where's Rachel? Isn't that the question? Isn't that the question? Rachel Hollis is doing coaching today. She does life coaching and business coaching. Uh, I'm looking at the notes that she was working through. She is working through how to do a seasonal launch on the business coaching side. And she is doing life coaching around the idea of mortality motivation, which is going to be absolute fire. It's a topic that uh, I don't think anyone really loves to necessarily have to think about, but once you can tap into the reality that we are not guaranteed any days on this planet and that we need to live like we basically don't know how many days we're going to have left, it'll create a little bit of urgency for you to show up for and do uh, as much as you can with the gifts that you have been provided. So I am excited for her. Uh, I thought maybe instead of doing anything teaching-wise that we could just do a little bit of Q&A today because... Uh, I didn't realize that I was going to be here by my lonesome until, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes ago. So um, I did do something yesterday, I will say. I thought it was like just such a cool um, thing. Rachel is in her 10th month now of coaching. Uh, she's going to do it for 12 months. I'm then going to transition over to uh, doing coaching as the person who's leading people through life and business coaching. And yesterday, I recorded my first coaching session. Um, but I did it because uh, for an incentive for people who pre-order my book, I wanted to like give value as a thank you for people who like decided to support me with my book. And I did a, I was going in thinking I'd do like an hour long course or so. And it was a little more than two hours worth of content around the conversation of why I can't, why you can't, why I can't find my why. I don't know my why. I can't figure out what my passion is. I'm struggling to figure out like what my calling, my mission, my thing is. How do I find my why? And it was one, like, man, I just get so fired up to teach. I love, I love the opportunity that exists in my life now to show up regularly to try and create value and, and help people. But also, I stood in front of these cameras that she will stand in front of today and I coached, but it wasn't live, but it wasn't in front of an audience like hers normally is. And I, for two and a half hours, went through, here are the reasons why you don't already know what your why is. Here are the components of finding your why. Here are the tools once you know your component, the components of actually zeroing in on what are the things that you want to do. Oh, no, Noah is not happy about having to take someone to school. Goodness gracious. Um, here are the things that are going to get in your way once you understand what your why is. And, uh, and then here's what you need to do to take action to go chase your why. I, like, to me, it was, whoo, I'm, like, I'm so fired up for it. But also, 
I'm so fired up for it and I get done with it and my voice was crackly. Uh, like I needed, a, I needed a lozenge. Like I needed something that was actually going to help me have words not sound like I had like smoker's lung. Like it was crazy. And I got home and I was like, you know what? Ray Ray Hollis, I'll be honest. I never totally appreciated. I never totally appreciated how much work it is to get up there and, and teach and have a conversation for that long a period of time. Is it because I yelled? 100%. I mean, like, I 100% was up there, like, yell talking for about two and a half hours. I, yep, do I need voice lessons? I do need voice lessons. I realize because I'm doing the audio for my book. Uh, I'm doing the audio for my book the week before Thanksgiving. So it's like three weeks from now. And recording the audio for my book is an exercise that's gonna take like 10 or 11 hours. And so I just like yell talked for two and a half hours and I'm gonna yell talk through all of my, all of my reading my book. And uh, I'm gonna need to, yeah, go, 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 go. <laughs> I'm like, I am ready for it. But the point of my bringing it up, one, I'm excited to have the team like finish editing it all together and make it a thing that you will be able to get as my thank you to you for pre-ordering my book. If you already pre-ordered it, awesome. You're going to get it. If you haven't yet pre-ordered it, once I you know show you what this thing is, maybe it acts as a reason for you to want to get it. The bottom line is I thought, hey, if someone wants to spend you know, 15 bucks to buy a book. Could I give them like 30 or 50 or $100 worth of value by doing a two or three hour course on how to find their passion, how to find their why? I think I can do that. So anyway, I'm super, super excited about it. The point though was, I'm going to guess that there are things in the life of someone that you are in relationship with that you don't necessarily think a ton about how much it, like it, 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 how much work it is, how hard it might be, the kind of effort that they have to put into it. And I'm not saying like, hey, your partner is a plumber, so like start plumbing. No, 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 no. I don't, I'm not saying that. But if there's a way for you to just get a little bit of insight into the thing that the person in your life is doing so that you have some empathy and appreciation for the kind of effort that it takes, the, sometimes the vulnerability that it takes, sometimes the taxing on their voice that it takes. It just actually, like it totally changed the way that I thought about something that honestly, I was like, you know what, you've got a gift. You are a good teacher. It's a thing that I think you can do pretty naturally. I'm sure that this is a thing that is pretty easy for you. And now that I, when I came home last night, like I started taping at four, I got home at 7.30. I was like, holy cow. Uh, this is a thing. How do you deal with self-sabotage? Self-sabotage is one of the things that I talk about inside of this e-course because I think one of the things that gets in our way once we identify what our passion is, is our fear of actually fully living into that passion and calling. And so we sabotage ourselves so that we don't have to necessarily put ourselves in the position to potentially fail. And like failing is a thing that I have had to come to realize is a price of entry for actually chasing your why. I never was a person that was wired for being open to the idea of failure. And 
now that I'm doing this work, now that I'm outside of a place that I could have very easily stayed forever, but that didn't actually keep me in a posture of being able to grow, I appreciate that like I am in this work and I am running this company and I'm doing this thing and failing is a part of what just comes with trying to do it well. And if I had a problem with failure or if I had a problem pursuing something that might make me look like I didn't have it all together, there's, I would just wouldn't be able to pursue this work. And so what about fear of success? I write about fear of success in my book. I, I didn't talk about it in the e-course, but in my book I talk about like I had success in my history at the Walt Disney Company that made me think that certain things having come around me were responsible for the success and that success like started to play a little bit against me almost because in an environment where I didn't have the brand, uh, like I worked at the Walt Disney Company, so I didn't have Disney. I wasn't working on Marvel, Pixar, Lucasfilm movies. I didn't have the strength of my team. All of a sudden, like the idea that I could be successful on my own without all of these things that previously were around me helping me be successful really played with my head in a way that in, like introduced the idea of something called imposter syndrome, like this thing where you start to believe a lie that you will be found out for not being good enough for the job that you are taking on, the, the identity that you are taking on. So, man, I just like, there's so there's just so, so many things. But uh, how do we sign up for my coaching? We have not yet opened it up, but we're going to uh, open it's, it. The first coaching isn't until January. January 15th is the first day. And I'm going to, what I want to do is tell everybody in advance, Here are here's exactly what you're gonna get. There's gonna be 12 coaching sessions for life coaching and 12 coaching sessions for business coaching. And this is specifically what's gonna happen in January and February and March and April. And then here's how it's gonna work in terms of the homework that'll show up and the live component that'll show up, all those things. So it's gonna happen shortly. Do not worry about it. Uh, someone just pre-ordered my book. Come on, Shauna, let's go. I am excited about that. Listen, if you want to uh, pre-order my book, man, I'm super excited for you to do it. And if you do, uh, you get the first 30 minutes of the audio that I recorded in real time. So if you are interested in um, hearing the first, the first 30 minutes of the book, pre-order it. If you listen to that first 30 minutes and you decide this is garbage, well, then I will pray for you, but you can always return your audio book before uh, you get it. Um, just get it and listen to that first 30 minutes. I promise you, uh, it's the best work I've ever done, really. It's the, it was the hardest thing I've ever done and the best thing I've ever done. So uh, I'm excited for it and I'm excited for it, hopefully being a tool that will help all of y'all. Where do we pre-order? You can literally pre-order anywhere, anywhere that books are sold. Um, if you want it to, if you want to hear my voice, la 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 la, um, you can go ahead and get it on Audible or anywhere that they sell audiobooks. But you can get it at Target, you can get it at Barnes and Noble, anywhere. Um, someone asked, uh, "Oh, how's my new Garmin? Oh, I got this new Garmin watch, and I will tell you what, it's really good at tracking running. Wouldn't you know? It's just, <laughs> it's just what it's for. So um, I like it." Thank you very much. How do we hear the first 30 minutes if we've pre-ordered? All you got to do is go to 
Get out of your own way, thebook.com. Drop in your pre-order information. They send you an email immediately that has an actual audio file and you can listen to it. And uh, I tell, I mean, here's the thing. The first chapter is my struggling through believing that self-help wasn't just for broken people. And uh, I tell the story of the hardest and most important conversation of our relationship, which was Rachel basically asking if I was going to show up for my life so that we didn't grow apart and end up divorced. Pretty heavy topic at 8.23 a.m., but a really, really, I think, important way to start the book about getting out of your own way because I'm awesome. I think I've um, grown a ton, but I definitely had this period of time where in the midst of my transition, in the midst of what I would call a midlife crisis moment, uh, I found myself in a ditch. I was stuck. And I, like, I want to talk honestly about being stuck, honestly about mental health, honestly about the tools that exist, honestly about the lies I believe, because in bringing light to the things, um, I think it will hopefully help other people. It's as much about... Um, it's, about, it's as much for men as it is for women because I didn't write it as like, here's the guy's version of Girl, Wash Your Face. Here's Dave's version of Girl, Wash Your Face in that my wife is wired unbelievably differently than I am. I am not a person who has the kind of motivation that she just wakes up having burning inside of her. She's internally motivated and I struggle to be motivated all the time. And so I talk about my experiences of getting in my way because of motivation. She has a completely different mindset than me. She is someone who has been growth mindset oriented from the beginning. And I am someone who has struggled with being fixed mindset. She's believed in every tool. Like she has read every book and wanted to go to every conference. And I was skeptical of every single one of them. And so my skepticism, my mindset, my motivation challenges, that's the lens through which I'm talking about having gotten my way. And if you relate to it or have someone in your life that you think will relate to it, I'm telling you, it's like, it's a good, it's so hard to say when you're the creator of something like, hey, this is good, but I'm, uh, it's, it is good. I am proud of what I have written. It was so difficult to write this book because I tried to tell 20 stories that I would never, ever actually want to confess to anybody in the hopes that me talking honestly about the way that I've struggled and how I've sabotaged and how I've made dumb choices or beliefs, ridiculous lies that maybe would help people stay out of their way. So uh, how do you deal with any internal competition with Rachel? Rachel and I are not competing against each other at all. There is so much abundance in this world. The thing that we are always going to try and do is afford people tools that will specifically help the needs that they individually have. And there are people who will absolutely get something fantastic out of what Rachel has to write and teach. And there is something that people will absolutely get out of what I have to write and teach. And I think that that Venn diagram has a ton of overlap. But man, I am, I am not worried about... Number one, like if I have to try and think about will this book do as well as one of her books? The answer is like, what a, what a like sad way to try and go into being excited about impact and showing up for people with something that I wrote. Um, how is the book different than Girl, Wash Your Face? Well, I wrote mine. <clears throat> she wrote hers. There's no fire hydrant on mine. Um, but again, mine is written through the lens of someone who is 
more skeptical, more fixed mindset, someone who has some mindset stuff and some motivation stuff that's totally different than hers and, um, and does talk a little bit more about the identity changes that have taken place and how I've moved from where I was to where I am. Um, so I think it's going to be helpful. I think it's going to be helpful for, um, you know, for, for everyone who's watching here. Primary, you guys are mostly women. I'm glad that there are dudes that are here. But the headline is, I hope that, of course, it's going to be impactful for the women who are hanging out with us regularly. I hope, too, that there is a chance that it can be a bit of a Trojan horse to having some men who wouldn't have previously self-identified as being interested in reading a book like this to read a book because I tell every story I tell is super, super hard and super like personal, but also I'm going to be kind of funny about it. I'm going to be, you know, like making a little bit of a joke along the way so that at least it's also entertaining. Do I know my Enneagram? Heck yeah, I know my Enneagram. I'm a nine. I'm a peacekeeper. Uh, I am a, a, a peacekeeper by nature. Rachel is a three. She's an achiever. I know how nines and threes come together. If you have not, there's a Rise Together episode about Enneagram. Man, we like Enneagram. Um, <clears throat> how do you handle living in a city that you didn't know anyone to make sure that you stick to your goals when you're feeling lonely? Uh, I mean, Rachel and I are our greatest accountability partners, uh, but they also we also... Um, have a community of people that are both in and out of the city that have just been here to pour into us and be um, a support for us when we need it. We also, I'll be honest, we've been running a little faster than normal in the last year or so worth of time. So when we get a chance to be back at this house and hang out in the like comfort of our soft pants at our at our home, man, I don't, I mean, we're we're less about being connected to people as we are unplugging and being super, super comfortable here at the house by ourselves. Uh, what is the number about again? Enneagram is like a personality diagnostic. I, I've done uh, Enneagram. I've done at work. I did disc tests. There are plenty of different things, but they just basically show you how to um, understand your wiring and uh, most importantly, how your wiring and the, someone else in relationship with you's wiring maybe come together so that you get a bit of an answer key for how to connect, how to connect. Uh, how do you guys stay focused on goals or make time with babies and toddlers? Oh, aren't they the worst? I'm kidding, uh, kind of. Uh, what we have to do is really be intentional about still committing to routines that accommodate our connecting. If kind of like connecting and intimacy is a priority in your relationship, then uh, as much as it may not seem, sound um, sexy necessarily, you may have to schedule some of that happening. So we've stayed committed to a date night on a Thursday night, even when we had very, very small kids. I can still remember taking our firstborn child in the little carrier at about five or six weeks old into a restaurant. We picked one that was loud and we got a table that had a tablecloth and we dropped him inside of that little dome and man, he was great. Of all the places, why Texas? Why not Texas? Uh, man, we came to Austin, Texas because we wanted to chase these dreams in a place that uh, had some benefits business-wise, lower cost of living relative to California that was different from the world that we'd previously inhabited in Los Angeles that could let our family get together uh, in community in a way that felt like it would be different. We got a piece of land that was a little bit bigger so that we could let people that are small run around and not hopefully get 
chased by coyotes, um, but we love Texas. We absolutely love it. It was like the best decision of our entire lives. Uh, we love it, love it, love it. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, this may sound like a silly question, but when you guys talk about water all the time, are you not going to the bathroom all the time? I am definitely going to the bathroom all the time because that's part of the reason why you drink all the water. Uh, you drink the water so that you have to actually flush your system out. How stoked am I about Charleston? Y'all, I am I'm so excited about Charleston. It's so close. All the materials are done. The keynotes are ready. The speakers are fired up. The Rise Business Conference, if you do not know, is in Charleston, November 7th through 9th. And today, holy cow, San Diego tickets go on sale today at noon. Yo, I am super, super excited about that. There are, um, there are like so many reasons to be excited about a Rise Conference, but uh, I'm particularly excited about San Diego because, man, it's really close to where I grew up. I grew up in uh, San Clemente, which is about 60 minutes from where San Diego is. So I'm going to have a bunch of friends and family in the audience when we head to San Diego. So I get excited about that. Also, it's going to be a big old venue and we're doing it in the round. So the stage will be in the middle of the auditorium and we'll be teaching in a circle. It is, I'm super, super excited about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, advice for someone who's moving into a management role with direct reports. Uh, my, be my best advice would be make sure that you are super clear with what your expectations are, that you set measurable uh, goals or, or things for them to achieve, and that you then have a regular conversation to tell them how they are doing. Um, one of the things that I think I struggled with when I first moved into being someone who was a manager of people was my worry of telling them how they were doing if it was constructive feedback that may be hard to deliver. And the reality is, you if you care about them, then you have to be comfortable giving them feedback that's going to help them get better. And so we as a company currently, and even in our relationship, we committed to something called radical candor. We talk to somebody who is having a hard thing happen or having a hard day in real time every single day because in part we care about them, because we want to be someone who can um, give them real-time feedback to keep them from getting in their own way. So don't worry about Will it hurt their feelings? If you care about them, not telling them is a disservice to them and you are not setting them up for success. Uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, doo, doo, doo. Hi, someone said, can you say hi to me? Hi, hello. Uh, all right, well, guess what? I think, because we're a little past 8.30, I'm gonna call that a day, it's Tuesday. So y'all, have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. The tickets for San Diego go on sale at noon today. Come on down and join us. If you, by the way, live closer to Florida, you wanna to go to Fort Myers, you live closer to Toronto and wanna to go to Toronto, those tickets, there are still some tickets available there. Uh, if you're in the coaching community, I am excited for you. Rachel Hollis has prepared well to bring the fire for talking about seasonal launches in business and talking about mortality motivation inside of the life coaching. Everybody have a fantastic day. She and I will both be back here from the color-coordinated hollowed studios of the Start Today Morning Show. 
Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Start Today Morning Show podcast. If you want to actually see the episodes, make sure you tune in in the morning every weekday, 8 a.m. Central on Facebook and Instagram on basically every channel we have. Our theme song is from Sarah Sunshine. Follow her at the Sarah Sunshine. Our executive producer is Cameron Berkman. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and Kevin Westlake. With production help from Nicole Fisher. And I'd like to give special thanks to Hawk, the fish that will never die.